Welcome to the Tri-State Space Program. I'm Jake the Astronaut, sitting here again with Sean Adams. Hello, everybody. Drummer of Texas Tea and the Jangle Sheep. Of course, I'm the bass player. And uh, our EP is out. Last time we talked, it was not yet out, and we didn't know when it was going to be out, but we all got together at practice and decided to just go ahead and release it. It's called Texas Tea's Jangling EP. A damn good time. You can find it on SoundCloud and Bandcamp, and uh, you can find the links on our Facebook page. We really don't have, uh, as far as I know, we don't have a whole lot going on on Twitter. But so you probably want to check our Facebook page. But yeah, it's so up we have on three there too. Links. And it's up on Twitter apparently too. But it is, but it's not. Uh, it's not. You can't really get too long-winded on Twitter, so it's just a uh, you know the link with Texas T and the Jangle Sheep dot bandcamp.com yeah but check it out we have about well we have not about but we have five songs uh, we have mountain washed away pondering wolf um morning doesn't come morning again. doesn't come again totem pole and ever, ever afternoon. afternoon and a bonus track and a bonus Texas track Tea. yeah that's been out for a little bit that one's on soundcloud it's uh i think it's been up on our soundcloud for a while uh, I did not know it was public. I was under the impression that it was private uh, so that we could just send the link to, to uh, this girl who's running this festival. And uh, But uh, apparently it's been public for a long time so she could see it. Apparently the private link on SoundCloud for us wasn't working. But it's out on both SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Uh, on SoundCloud it's like a bunch of separate tracks. On Bandcamp it's all one EP. But you can figure it out on SoundCloud, too, because all the pictures are the same picture. So We have about 20 likes on some one of our top songs, so <laughs> we're really catching fire. So <laughs> yeah. We don't need anyone else's help, but if you guys would check it out, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's good. We put a lot of time and effort into it, like we said last time. So, I mean... It was a lot of fun to make. It was a lot, yeah, it was a lot of fun to make. It was make. a lot of fun to like sit back and listen to now that it's over. Yeah, definitely. And we have uh, we should be having a couple more songs coming out probably within the next couple months. We're in the uh, we're in the middle of trying to find a lead singer. So if anyone knows a singer, just have them go on to Texas Teen the Jangle Sheep's Facebook page and message us and. We've just been. We just have a couple songs we want people to learn so we can jam out to. But yeah, yeah. We actually, uh, we yeah, we have three covers for people to jam uh, to learn and jam on. Um, now that the EP is out, though, we may may think about amending it to an original. But right now, it's three covers for them to learn, uh, just to see if we have any charisma or anything. Uh, just to see if they can learn a variety of songs, really. So we're going to start learning, a, or well, not just learning, but writing and learning some songs to be able to play uh, longer sets. Yeah, and we uh, we uh, we're like you say, like Jake said, we're just trying to find a chemistry with the singer, someone who's not afraid to put themselves out, be a be a be a front man, basically, someone who's not afraid to 
have a personality on stage and, and jump around some jump around yeah. and get into the music someone's just wanting to have a good time and create some you know good original music yeah I someone mean, who's not a fucking uh drag on our uh demeanor i guess definitely demeanor. is a big thing like gotta be fun and like cre- he said, fun is definitely a good word for it. Yeah, and creative process, too. Oh, we, want, we want someone who wants to actually... So if you know a singer who is interested in actually making music and not just covering, we'd be a good band for them to try out for. Oh, definitely. For sure. It's going to be a lot of writing. And, I mean, they're going to have to learn our originals at first, but obviously we're going to pick someone that we want to be part of the writing process. <clears throat> But it's just, uh, we can do it, we can fulfill the vocals, but it would just be so much better on us instrumentally not to have to sing while we're playing. And we feel like we can provide a, like, a tighter uh, musical Sound. experience yeah, for everyone uh, at shows, and really in recording too. Because if you don't have to worry about vocals, then you don't have this long-winded process for yourself, it's just the instrument. So yeah, because I mean we're not we're not uh, we're not particularly trained vocalists. We just kind of you know we do we're we're all right, but like like Jake said, we would much rather just focus on our instruments and have uh, have someone focus on singing and someone who likes to write. Like if you know anyone who likes to just write, I don't know, write poetry, write songs, or anything like that, have them come by. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's we don't necessarily want. Uh, uh, an all, like a world class like trained singer or anything we're not looking for like just somebody to be a badass necessarily I mean it'd be good if they were good but uh, we're not we're not extremely like you know just the most technical musicians we, we have a decent amount but it's not not to the extent where we're just playing guitar solo after guitar solo we want songs yeah, exactly. That's that's what we want to do. We want to, we want to just make good songs, you know, with a, so, with guitar solos, obviously, with, with some guitar solos and drum solos, lots of drum solos. <laughs> but we practice in Evansville, and we usually practice Monday and Friday. Um, sometimes that doesn't always go through, but we typically tend to practice Monday, Friday, and sometimes Sunday yeah, and Wednesday when we can. So we also need someone who could just come twice a week for us yeah twice a week is is a must uh really whenever you're trying to to bang out a set and really learn a set it's uh twice a week is a must because if you just do once a week then you're relearning songs every week but if you do it twice a week that's like one practice to learn the song another practice to solidify you having learned the song a few days earlier and then it just really helps uh with the process of getting all of these songs nailed down yeah exactly we're trying to get it to where we're playing shows uh playing an entire show ourselves at at some of the establishments around here um one to make money but two to show how versatile we are and you know eventually i want to be to where we can play any any type of event you know yeah if if we're playing with other bands, that's fine. If we're playing alone, that's fine. We have enough to cover. And we are, um, like I said, we're on we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we're on stuff like that. But 
come out to our shows if you ever see a post on Facebook. We're pretty proactive <coughs> with our Facebooks and saying oh, yeah. when times are. So, I mean, like our page and whatnot, and you can uh, always be caught up on when to come out and check us out. That's a, a big thing is social media right now. Um, it just it kind of tells you a general – it gives you a general idea of who even knows about your show because you can see that people have, uh, you know – either said going or maybe on your event and then it's just a really awesome thing to see that oh shit like 40 people are coming like yeah. I wouldn't have even thought 40 people would be coming exactly uh, but but then a lot of times you got to pretty much bank on most of those people aren't actually coming they just saw it and were half interested and hit join you know but uh, a lot of those people a lot of those people I do see at shows in in various bands I've been in uh, since Facebook has had this events uh, feature, it's like you see people that you saw online and you recognize them from their profile picture, and it's like, oh shit! Like we would have never met had Facebook not existed. You know? Yeah. It just reminds you of how awesome technology is. You meet a lot of awesome people at these shows and stuff too, because usually a lot of people that come out are also in the, um, you know. I guess creative business. They, oh yeah, they like to creative lot, community. Lot of, it's a creative community. Lots of musicians that come out. You get to meet a lot of new people, and uh, especially, yeah, especially if you're into creative stuff for music, just come out and check us out. And like I said, like us on Facebook because that really does help. I mean, even if you're anti, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm half-assed anti-social media myself, but it it does help musicians out if you like them, and because I mean then. You start liking them, and I mean, I think everyone knows how that works. Then you see, oh, they're they're popular. I'm gonna check them out, you know. So yeah, and it, uh, just the amount of likes you have, I I find myself whenever I'm, uh, I used to work at the Edge radio station out at USI, and uh, I would be looking for local music uh, to play during my show, and on Bandcamp you just keep looking and looking and then uh, you see a Facebook link you click on it sometimes it would be surprising like you listen to the music and it's pretty pretty good but it could be so local that just a few guys got together and made this music but then they'll have like 300 likes and and it's just wild like how how a band that you thought was just some dudes hanging out in their garage actually has a shit ton of likes or just cover bands have so many likes which i'm not a cover band hater but it's you know it's sometimes it is a little frustrating when you write all this music and then you have you you're not even breaking 200 and then there's a cover band that's like five six hundred it's a it goes to show that like groundwork like actually grassroots like work does help it actually you know, it, you can't rely solely on social media. No, but it does help. It definitely does. Uh, but there is something to be said for just how many shows you play. And we haven't played that many. We've been writing and recording so much. It's like we've, we've spent the last eight or nine months just writing a bunch of songs, recording almost half of them, and then writing again. And now I think we're ready. We have enough original material to play full sets with half and half half covers half originals and to play like a three-hour show like at one of these one of the bars around town or something i think we're ready for that and in a few months we're going to start doing that yeah so if you know any places that are 
that want rock musicians original original rock music like like I said get on our Facebook page and tell us about it or if you're a band and you'd be interested in playing a show with us do that yeah. too I mean Hit we love up. playing shows with all the local musicians around we played with White Knight and yeah. uh, well we didn't exactly play with the bands at the Oswego Fest. I mean, we did. We did. But I mean, we shared the stage with them. We that shared night, the stage so with them. There was a lot uh, of them didn't weren't there because they showed up later because it was over the course of like six hours. Yeah, and yeah. we were the first band. I think I don't know. I thought it was weird that they put us up first just because we were a little heavier than some of the other bands there. But I uh, I understand why they did it. Uh, we're up and coming. We've only played a few shows, but it was just like it was kind of weird to hear. Or to think of like an audience member hearing us first, and then hearing something pop punk well, later. Second, actually. Oh well, yeah. After there was a rapper on, first, which is even yeah. more different. But yeah. Well, he was good. He was a good. Uh, he was definitely good for a lot of the stuff I've heard around here. Yeah, he was, in hip hop, he, awesome. he was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Tall Tales Telescope was good. I didn't, I didn't, I had to go. I didn't get to see anyone else. Was oh anyone really? Else good? Yeah. Really? Uh, uh, that. The two-piece from Owensboro, Dead Gypsies. Dead Gypsies. Insane. We were everyone that was up there, which I'm not going to – it wasn't like there was a huge crowd of people standing in front of the stage, but there were quite a few of us standing up there, and a bunch of couples were hanging out right up by the stage. Mike, uh, the guitar player in Texas T, and his girlfriend were up there, and, and there were a few others – and everyone was like dirty dancing to their music. It was just it. It was like it was made for it. It was just this gritty, uh, like rock. But it was just two guys, a drummer and a guitar player. And the the guitar player was singing. And he was fantastic, yeah. dude. The, their show. We have to play a show with them. Their Dead show Gypsies was incredible. Check them. Check them out as yeah. well. They're like, I mean, two piece. I instantly think. Uh, obviously, Black Keys, and I think they were kind of similar, but they were I mean, they're their own sound, though, for sure. Yeah. And they're 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 awesome. Definitely check that. I have I even have friends who are huge music critics. Like they only yeah. like mainstream stuff, and they downloaded their CD, really? or EP, Dead yeah. Gypsies, yeah, yeah. yeah they're, well, they they're, were incredible, dude. They were I mean, good. Plenty rhymes and Tall Tale Telescope was also really good as well. So I liked uh, the last band was pretty decent too. Uh, Inner Outlines. Inner Outlines. That's it. Yeah, they uh, they had a really good good sound going on too. It was a uh, it was a good it was a good show, man. I uh, I really liked the the Pineapple Projects. Um, their just their ability to get all these different bands from different places just to show up, and it's like I, yeah. I talked to people I never would have talked to without doing that show last night. It was incredible. It was like or not last night, last weekend. Uh, but yeah, it was. It was a great show. There's I, a there's a lot of diversity in Evansville. There really actually. is. There's a lot of music diversity because, I mean, that night, especially the night that we played, that night totally showcased the amount of diversity Evansville had. Because I mean, like I like, said, so we had a rapper than us who were you know I guess we're rock we're like a form of alternative rock, um, the, and then Tall Tale Telescopes was kind of more of an indie sound, and then. Dead Gypsies just rock the fucking kind of house. bluesy, like rock. They were fucking and incredible. Outlines, they dude. were pop punk, yeah, right? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, pretty I mean, much some pop punk. It was good, though. It was, yeah, I mean, heavier all, pop punk. Like I said they're all good, all original artists. So, yeah, Evansville music definitely needs some support. And I, yeah, I really do appreciate that the Pineapple Project is doing that. I mean, like, we come from such an area, we come from an area that is just 
horrible for anything it's just got a, to come it's out, got a bad but. reputation and i i have that bias inside me like people will say things about evansville's music uh scene and it's just like yeah it's dead but it's really not it's not dead. it's, it's not, not dead, dead. Like, like like last weekend showed me that it's totally not dead and then i saw a bunch of stuff on facebook about saturday uh the show's going on i couldn't be there on saturday but the all the sets going on that day they're bunches of pictures on facebook and it was it was just like awesome to see that this thing this type of thing can be put on in evansville and a lot of people show up a lot of i mean like just a lot of like diverse people people you wouldn't expect to see at a show i saw like kids i saw like some goth kids i thought goth kids were <laughs> off the map i didn't think that was a thing anymore it's not dead but it's not dead dude and then there there were people like uh uh there were the evansville fire people the fire tricks or whatever fire family yeah i was about, that to, was I was about to mention them yeah. evansville fire family yeah, yeah there's other stuff besides <clears throat> music too i mean and like i said final project that Fe- oswego festival was awesome for that because it showed that there it was, was great because i mean yeah after we got mm. done playing a show we just went in the back and the, like the little kind of I guess patio section, there's people breathing fire out yeah. in the back. So I mean, there's breathing all kinds fire of stuff and throwing it around find. on swords and shit. It was crazy. Yeah, it's while just, the music was playing, like, it needs to be talked about more as the thing instead of because there's all kinds of stuff that's out there in Evansville. It's just and it's it's right in front of our faces too. It just has to be talked about and promoted more. That's just simply as it can like. Yeah, Evansville has a possibility of becoming a pretty creative town for how, you know, or city for how, you know, small of a city we are, but... We're right here in the middle of all these big cities. St. Louis, Louisville, Nashville, even Bowling Green and uh, uh, Indianapolis and Bloomington. We're right here in the middle of this big hub, Cincinnati, and it's it's awesome to think that we could do that, easily could do that. But we could have all these bands coming from all these different cities every weekend and have kids every weekend and kids and older people just like just joining up for the love of music. And we had that at one point. And it, it was fueled by what people with quotation marks say, the scene. Like when they say that, that's what Evansville was for a while. Like Boney Junes like ruled the musical landscape when I was in high school and then right after high school and then it kind of died out it didn't uh the scene just kind of lost its you know fuel but uh now it's like we have all these it's not just that style of music it's not just that scene music it's this bigger thing with a lot more diverse genres all kind of coalescing to make this scene you have like uh, there's that band Oceala. They're they're doing shit no one else is really doing. No one no one's doing that like almost like half acoustic act that and like killing it like they are. Uh, I was actually uh, when I handed the show over the the Edge Radio when I handed it over to Mike, he had them in the first week of that summer, and I sat in to make sure he knew what what he was doing, and uh, it was. It was awesome. Just they were just in a in a little sterile room. These people made this music that was just it was really good. It was fresh to hear. Um, I, I had a lot of bands in like that from different places, and it's weird how some little places around here, not even just in Evansville, but 
little towns will have like kind of a, a spark of like a musical creativity. Tell City is one of those. Almost everyone I've met from Tell City plays guitar or something. They do some kind of musical thing. And uh, actually at South Spencer High School, the high school I went to, there's plenty of musicians that came out of that. Gary, the guy who recorded our EP, he's from uh, South Spencer High School. That's where he went. He graduated from. Uh, Kyle Stallings, otherwise known as Ewoki Talkie, uh, DJ around here who's now, uh, I think, releasing stuff through Farfetched, which I uh, I kind of learned about through him and like uh, in that circle of friends. But uh, him, Andrew Burden, who I think is in Indianapolis, that guy's from uh, South Spencer High School. Actually, one of the bartenders at Pineapple Project, uh, uh, Drew, uh, Drewski with a Brewski is what he goes by on uh, Instagram. But yeah, he's from South Spencer High School, and he plays in a band called Potato Boy. And it's like all these people come from this one high school, and that many musicians that and. It's crazy, man. Yeah, and there's just one. That's just one town. That's around one high school. Yeah, near Evansville. Yeah, even my town. I mean, we were super, super small in Gallatin, Gallatin County. But how was that? How was your musical experience there? Like, a musical experience. My band was the musical experience. Oh, <laughs> I mean, there was like, uh, there was one band that was five years older than us. But as far as high school goes, yeah, we were about it. And but we had some excellent guitarists and excellent musicians i mean not as much but that's just but for the amount of people we had like we had a decent bit of a lot of guitar players really and some drummers and i think there's a couple people that sang not not too many singers actually well actually no there was this one girl who was really really good but yeah you know besides that it was it was kind of just one band but i mean still even from an area like small as us like we don't have we're so such a small area. Like our whole county doesn't have stop signs, you know, or stop lights. Sorry, not stop signs, but it's fucking wrecking into everyone. <laughs> but no, uh, we don't have stop lights. We're so small, and yeah, there's still music growing there still. Because I mean, music is everywhere. It's just you gotta really promote it and people have to start caring about it that's the thing you got, oh, yeah. people gotta start fucking caring about they real music again or not even necessarily I don't know you know real music I don't know like my taste has changed on like what I would consider real music I mean there's a lot of stuff that's real music but I'm, I'm more live music not real music oh, but yeah, like yeah. live concerts people gotta be getting into going to local shows cause I mean I know local shows a lot of times well, not a lot of times. Sometimes, like it, like me and Jake have been talking about the last couple local shows we've went to, and they they've just been incredible. They've just been blown away. Our guitarist says that he's seen some of the best shows ever, and he's you know been to all kinds of mainstream artists. Yeah, like yeah. there's some like just incredible musicians out there. But oh yeah, if you're people, looking people for just, musicianship, that's people just got to start caring about it more, you know, instead of thinking like. I don't know. I, f- I feel like electronic stuff and like not re- not necessarily electronic stuff, but just just the big music scene like freaking Taylor Swift and people like that. Although you may like them and they probably have some they do have some all right songs. Like people got to stop caring so much about them and just start caring about like the people who are at the bottom, like people who are right. trying to make it, 
you know? They've made their money. That's how right. I look at Not it. Not whatever that means, trying to make it. You know what I mean? <laughs> People that are trying to, you know, bring a new feeling out, you know? Not some corporatized, you know, bullshit. Just bring something real. Bring something new to the table. Who are just and are just trying to have a good time doing it and trying to just have everyone be entertainers as well, you know, like just have people have a good time, really. Well, there's some mainstream artists that are like that. What what mainstream artists do you feel are still having a good time and are really bringing it to the table and not selling out? Like what, you know? I mean, I, don't know. I mean, I think there's like a point to where every it kind of depends on what you mean, because like oh. I think every big band has kind of sold out a little bit because I mean you gotta get labels and stuff like that. But I mean, as far as sponsorship, as far as like just bringing awesome music to the table, I think um, I'm a little biased towards this. But Chili Peppers, like they're they're mainstream, and I feel like they've always we cover done what yeah I think they yeah I think they've always done what they wanted to do and have done awesome stuff. And people like I don't know fucking. Primus. I mean, they're not exactly uh, mainstream, but they I mean, big they're, they're, yeah. I mean, but they're they they totally do what they want all the time. I mean, I don't know if you've seen uh, Primus in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. I mean, that's so bizarre, that's but it's it's <laughs> awesome though. You know, they like that's they don't give a fuck. You know, what I mean, like there's there's plenty of bands that are still trying to bring it just and just have a good time, which is awesome. Slayer, they're like that. Slayer is awesome live. I guarantee it. Slayer just even if you are not a huge fan of Slayer, they're just amazing performers, you know. And that's like I say, that's another difference too. Is like live music can really, really just be a more incredible experience than listening to it on the. I mean, it's always good to listen on the radio or on CD and stuff, but live music is just an incredible experience, and you don't have to go. All over the place for that. Like you no, can you find, don't. You can find shows. There are so many bands in Evansville. It's crazy. So many different kinds of bands. So many different kinds of bands. You can find any show you want, and there's always people playing around. Like I was, I was even walking down Main Street that night after I left the uh, Oswego Fest last weekend. I just ran into these guys. They're loading up their guitars and stuff, and the commoners. You ever heard of them? Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Well, I just talked to them I liked for a them little on, bit. I uh, followed them on Twitter. Actually. I didn't even know there was live that many live places down. But I mean, there there's places to listen to music everywhere. Oh yeah, it's not. It's a. Uh, it's getting to the point now where it's there's just. It's almost uh, getting saturated with different genres. But I like that. I want in that. a good way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, this just diversity everywhere, and uh, so I mean, you shouldn't like. You don't have to go far to even, whatever style of music you like. Even if you don't like rock, like there's rappers. Out, like I said, plenty of oh, rhymes. Plenty of rappers. Plenty of rhymes was awesome. He was good. I, I was surprised because there's so much hip hop from around here that's just not. That's just subpar. It to me, rhyme wise, it's subpar because people you can take a beat. From from many any mainstream producer and use it live and it'll sound okay as far as the beat is good but if the lyrics and the rhymes aren't there it's just not worth watching but now I th- that show just made me realize there are people around here who are really trying to do it who are really uh, passionate about it and who are bringing it Dead Gypsies just I I mean I can't 
I can't recommend them enough. You can tell like, what our our God. favorite band there was Dead well, Gypsies. I mean, it was just something I I was surprised because when you get four guys up on stage, it seems like you guys should be doing a really good job because you have four fucking people to, you know, you can fill up the whole sound easily with four people. You have three instruments, you know, you have three guitars and then drums. But these guys didn't even have a bass guitar. But they filled up the spectrum, like, so well with just what they had. I don't know if uh, that guitarist just researched what's the amp that, you know, (laughs) that makes me sound the biggest. But they sounded so big. They were incredible. I can't recommend them enough. But that just showed me that you can hear badass music in Evansville from wherever, but in Evansville. You go to a bar, and you can hear, like, one of the best bands you've ever heard in your life and it's just two guys who decided to make music together that's that just opened my eyes like even more than they already had been just like wow this scene could be incredible if we just fostered it if we just really uh just tried to try to make it into something that people want to come out to shows like it was years ago and it is like that now that showed me also that there are people that are interested. There are people that I've never seen out at shows before that were there that night. Younger people, like uh, college-age kids, and uh, which I'm just barely out of the age of being college-age. But uh, I saw some younger people there. It's like, wow. And I think Pineapple Project is 18-plus now. I think. I don't know that. Uh, but I, that night they were. I know that. But I don't know... I don't know. Maybe they were. I don't even actually know that. I just know they roped off the bar. That's all I know. Uh, so I didn't talk to anybody about it. We did talk to the uh, uh, Mikey J from the Pineapple Project a little bit, and he really just echoed our uh, sentiments about the local music scene. He was just like, I, I'm i trying to, to help build something here. And uh, you were there. Wasn't it yeah. me and you talking to him? Yeah. I don't remember what all he said now. Yeah, I was uh, I was a little drunk. I but, was uh, very drunk. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, he was he was just, like, the coolest guy. You see him walking around, and he, uh, he wears clothes where it's, like, he might not be as easily approachable just because he's wearing, like, nice clothes, and he dresses real well. And uh, so I, I'm wearing a fucking T-shirt and jeans, just an old band T-shirt and jeans, and I'm like... I don't know if I can even walk up to this dude, like, but he was outside watching the fire trick people, and I was out there, and uh, Sean was out there, and we just fucking started, struck up a conversation with him about the local music scene, and he's just basically saying all this stuff that we're saying, that, you know, we're in this hub of all these big-ass cities where people only have to drive two or three hours to get to us and to play a show, and if you're any kind of band at all, if you are really in it, to fucking play music for people and to provide this experience, then you should be willing to drive two hours, you know? Yeah, and like... And we are. If you're in Louisville, if you're in St. Louis, where wherever you are, fucking shoot us a message if you hear our EP and like us. There was a... Inner Outlines, they were even talking. They said that when they put... They're from St. Louis, but they said that um, the crowd at Evansville was bigger than... Uh, was really? bigger than the typical crowd that comes out to St. Louis even. I mean, like I said, we just... If, if you know any people like Mikey J from Pineapple Project or any bar where if you just talk to some people there, I mean, you could get some events going and people come to yeah. that, you know, get some events going and get some... Uh, 
get some hype for the show and that that's the best way just and a festivals like that are good shows are good but like festivals really bring all the musicians together so oh yeah they and it, it's like a 15 17 bands within two days so it's you can if you go to that festival even if you just hang out for a few hours you're gonna hear at least five or six different bands you know that's the and if by the way if you're in a band or or if you you know if you could get a show together get some guys uh, some a couple of bands to come down uh, to the Pineapple Project, then just message them or message Mikey J on or probably the Pro- Pineapple Project. I don't want to say message him, uh, but message the Pineapple Project and ask about a show, and uh, they'll probably accommodate you. Uh, they seem to be open to any kind of music. They're just trying to provide a stage and a venue for all the different. Uh, creative stuff that's going on it's really awesome it's a it's a great thing like uh i'm i'm really pg is a is the same thing uh over on franklin uh over on the west side as well it's it's the same type of thing um but i think it's been going for for a long time now and there are uh they kind of they've kind of built like a a somewhat of a template for who they want to be there but they have experimental open mic nights there they have some badass stuff going on at pg too it's uh it's a really creative space as well and they always have artwork hanging on the walls from original local artists it's pretty fucking awesome like uh you wouldn't even think like people just think evansville is this bland town and to some extent it is Whenever you're just walking around or if you're just going to these same chain stores and the same chain outlets and everything, like you're just going to see all that really commercial corporate bullshit just being thrown at you. But if you go to a place like the Pineapple Project or back when Lanhux was still uh, on level ground, you, you could have gone there. And uh, I went there plenty of times. The band I'm in, Itter... Uh, we played our first two years of playing. We played at Lanhux, you know, uh, almost every month just to just to be playing, just to have a stage to, you know, play the stuff we've been learning. But it seems like the Pineapple Project has become that. Uh, not that we want to be the the Pineapple Project's house band or anything. We want to play a lot of different venues in Texas T. But the it's nice to know that we have this place to go back to, no matter where we've played. You know, exactly. And there's places like Lamascos and stuff too. They even have oh, stuff yeah. like open mic night. Lamascos has a big ass stage now, like a nice looking ass stage. Yeah, they have awesome, awesome stage. And they do original music as well, from what I understand. Yes. Oh yeah. They have a reggae night sometimes. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when that is, but I know you guys were going to it, or you weren't 21 yet, but. Travis and Mike went to it one night. I couldn't go, but but after practice, they were like, we're going to reggae night. Yeah, and there's even reggae bands. If you like Jamaican-sounding music. There's that shit around here too, man. Everything. I mean, I guess we kind of have a little bit of reggae influence in our stuff, but not, not exactly, though. Yeah, a little bit. I think, uh, especially off this first EP, I don't foresee us doing a lot of this style any anymore. Uh, just because it was like uh, these songs that Travis had already written and they were kind of that style. 
and we just adopted them and made them Texas tea, you know? Yeah, so our, our first EP, definitely be looking out for when we uh, release our next, I don't know, EP or LP or whatever. Or we could release just a, a full album, you know? We could just release a, a full album. But our sound is definitely developing. And like I said, hopefully we get a new singer soon and um, it'll even develop even more. So, I mean, we're, we are a pretty diverse band ourselves. So definitely check us out. We have uh, funk rock and some reggae sounding stuff and progressive sounding stuff. And uh, I don't know. We're just trying to go all over the place. and just We're just writing songs, whatever comes out really. But we are developing into a, a different sound for sure. So definitely be checking us out. I may actually lay the, uh, the songs from the EP as a music bed under this podcast right now. And then once uh, Mike and Travis can do a podcast, we'll we'll do another one with them, and we'll it'll probably just be about Texas tea. We won't even talk about anything else. Uh, possibly, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we'll maybe we'll just do an extended one and talk about a bunch of other shit too. I don't know. Yeah, we should have a full band podcast. It's just been me and Jake because summer's been kind of hectic for all of us. We've been oh, going yeah. around different places. It's fucking wedding season and shit. <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah all that business but when we have a full uh uh we have a full band podcast we should probably have it put it on our facebook and stuff that you can check out too oh yeah we and should. That, that would just be about texas tea if you're interested in our band definitely give it a listen yeah the actually the first podcast sean and i did i posted that up today so uh so it should be, you know, you can listen to that one before we release the EP and then now after we've released it. Um, we're actually, we have get going on 200 uh, plays on Bandcamp, which split between the six songs isn't, you know, isn't a lot, but it's still, we're, we're getting there. We're, uh, we're trying to just make this, I don't know, make music we like. That's the biggest thing is like, I really... For me to be interested in a project that I'm doing, I have to like the music, and I re- uh, this music is just like incredible. Uh, it's just I've never been in a band before that had such talented musicians. Honestly, uh, we're just like I don't know. We're hoping to play a lot of venues around this like region at first. And just uh, show people what we got, you know? Yeah, and then maybe, um, probably um, next summer, I mean, that's a long ways away. You never know what happens. But next summer, I still plan on being on Texas T and being in Evansville. So we plan, yeah. we're probably going to, by next summer, hopefully we'll be more established by then. And uh probably gonna try to do spring fest at usi and do we want to do a mini tour that like hit all the big like bigger cities like we want to hit st louis hit indianapolis and hit different places like that so too so yeah we should do that just take like we we definitely need to do like a week tour uh like a week-long thing and just do a mini tour of a few different cities that would be a shit ton of fun man um and uh, basically, it's uh, it's going to come down to whether 
as far as our music scene goes, because we are dependent upon this Evansville music scene to thrive, and we want to be a big part of it. And as long as people come out to shows like they did at Oswego Festival, then that will happen. Um, as long as people are coming out to PG like they are, uh, like I've seen them do in the past and even really recently, like as long as people do that, then we'll be, we'll be set. Yeah, instead of going out to a bar to get drunk, come out to a bar to get drunk and listen to live music. Exactly. It's always, it's always better. I mean, that's just, that's just, that's my opinion. I mean, again, it's biased, but it, it is. It's just better to just have a presence and have entertainers there and just support them. If you ever, if you're ever going out, if you're hitting the bar scene, just look for some music. I mean, on the bars pages, I guarantee all of them will be promoting whatever musical guest will be playing that night. Yeah. So just check them out and hit up those bars instead, you know. Yeah, I mean it's it's like a 2 months from now is when it'll start getting colder. Um and start getting colder. We got at least 3 or 4 months of of decent weather ahead of us now and if you want to go out to a bar where the you can get craft beer, uh go to the Pineapple Project. And even if you don't want to have that band like blaring at you, if that's how you feel about it, that it's annoying or whatever, uh, but you still want to hear the music, you just don't want to have that loud, uh, harsh sound that some people experience uh, that are sensitive to that shit, uh, then go to the Pineapple Project and go outside. There's an outback area where you can still hear the music, but you can also smoke your cigarette or, you know, just drink where it's not so loud. Yeah. It's a it's a great bar, man. I couldn't I couldn't recommend it enough. Also, if you see anywhere with, uh, I was gonna say one last mention before we stop the podcast. I was gonna say that uh, you need to check out Full Throttle Sound System as well. They were the band. Oh, yeah, they were yeah, not yeah. the band. They were the uh, uh, sound group. Uh, what would you even call? Uh, I don't them? know the, uh, the engineer music yeah, engineers. Yeah, yeah. Sound guys. They were the sound. Yeah, they were the sound guys. That's the easiest way to say it. Yeah, they were the sound guys at uh, we got Pineapple a few more Project. Minutes, by the way. So, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, we well, can go however long. I just uh, I was sh- just showing you the time just to show you that we were about you know that long in. Oh okay. Maybe we have a couple more minutes. Yeah, we do. Then. We have, mm-hmm. we can talk for a while. But uh, yeah, um, the sa- full throttle sound systems. They were excellent. Like we oh, we dude. had a couple times honestly. Our first couple shows, everyone said that we just killed their eardrums and whatnot. But Full Throttle Sound System made every band sound oh, they were incredible, the best <laughs> to their ability. To no, their ability. No disrespect sure. to the guy that did the sound beforehand, uh, but he was—he's uh, kind of an amateur guy. He doesn't have his own company or anything. He just has a bunch of equipment, and he—I mean—he made us sound pretty good. Uh, you had to make recommendations to him on stage from time to time, like turn this up or whatever. But uh, he was pretty good for what he had and for the, the for being one guy. For being yeah, one that, dude, that's true. He did yeah, a really I wasn't good job. To hate on oh him, no, no, no! I, I didn't. I, I was just uh, making sure that he, you know, if he heard this, he he did a damn good job. These guys, they have their own like company. They they're like you know they're, they're it's like a professional sound operation. Yeah, it it's really so is. good. It was good, and they did every group well. They, I mean, from all different music styles. They had, you know, like I said we had rap, heavy rock, light yeah. rock. Um, I mean, and they did every every sound. They said was just everyone said it was incredible. It was bearable. Like Pineapple Project is a smaller venue, but like the music there, even if it's a 
kick-ass rock band it's still it was perfect sound so if any, if you see full thrall sound system is doing any any show around here make sure to check that out because i mean as long as the musicians are good it will sound oh, pretty yeah. damn good well it still applies the shit in shit out principle still applies yeah definitely but if you uh yeah they're good they uh i didn't have any trouble really uh to be i mean full disclosure uh, I couldn't hear Mike's guitar as well, but I think that was by virtue of my bass amp and Travis's amp being on the right of me, and then Mike was the only thing on the left of me, and it was just, I, I think because of the, the size of the venue, it just, his sounds weren't getting through to me on the monitor, but n- everyone said we sounded completely balanced out in the audience area, so that's what really matters. Uh that was the one thing that I re- that I remember that I thought of while we were playing was that I I can't hear Mike as well as I can at practice. But then again, at practice, we're in a tiny fucking room and everyone's amps are just blaring at you at one time. So it's you know <laughs> you hear everything too much almost at practice. It's like yeah, it's like uh, it fucks with your ears to to do that every week, but. It's one of the sacrifices musicians have to make, you know. If you want to be in a rock band, well, there's always <laughs> earplugs, but is it is it fucking raining? Yeah, right now? it is raining right now. Is it storming right so now? Jake is going to check Let's that see. out. Holy shit! It is. it is pouring right now. So if you hear any, no, no, how long? This podcast hear a little bit of really Yeah, if you hear a little bit of uh, <laughs> rain in the background, that's yeah. because it is. It's been there's been fireworks going, going off too. If you hear those <laughs> earlier in the podcast, if you heard that shit, this is going to be up. Actually, I've, I've found this new website that uh, hosts podcasts. It's going to be up on that, and it's going to be up on iTunes as soon as I can figure out that iTunes registration. Because just like everything iTunes does, it's convoluted and fucking difficult to do. Huh. Yeah. So just like their fucking user agreement, it's, it's very complicated. Is our music going to... Are we going to put our EP on iTunes? Is that possible? Uh, yeah, it's definitely possible. It's like uh, 75 bucks, depending on who you go through. Uh, it's somewhere around 75 bucks to put it up because it's a full album. It's not a full album, but because it's a collection of songs, it yeah. costs that much to put it up. And so we could do that, but I feel like right now... It's we, don't, when, we don't have enough yeah, at the moment. It, once we... Uh, one thing I want to do, and I uh, actually I want to talk about with with the whole band eventually, but I think uh, I've talked to Mike about it before because he brought it up actually. Was uh, one merch thing I want to do eventually uh, is once we get a couple of EPs recorded and we have like quite a few songs recorded that we want to put out, you know, uh, I want to do a thing where uh, we have a flash drive that we sell that actually has our logo on it or has Texas T and the Jangle Sheep on it. Yeah. And it's got all our discography, all the all the the pictures that we want to put on it, all the artwork from the albums and all like just a bunch of shit videos, all the shit that we've done, like put it on a four or eight gig flash drive. And that way people you know, you're giving somebody a flash drive at the same time or you're selling them a flash drive at the same time. And that way it's like, uh, you know, yeah, it's, 10 it's, bucks for everything. As far as videos go, we, we tend to put like a lot of, especially our guitarists, they tend to do a lot of goofy things and put it on our Facebook. You check yeah. those out. Those are pretty, it's usually pretty funny. But we plan on doing a music video um, 
that may that actually could be our next bet before summer before summer ends. We plan on because me and the guitarist Mike we're still in college, so we still have like I think one more year to go before yeah, we're done. So that's what Mike said, yeah. But um, but we so we're gonna try to get a lot done. I mean, I'll, we'll still be playing around shows around Evansville for sure. Uh, oh yeah, we'll definitely still have times for that even through the uh, semester, but. We plan on a couple of things. We plan on getting done. You should be checking up on is we plan on well for one. We hope we hopefully get a new singer. If we don't, that's cool too. We'll still be playing music and putting music out there. Yeah, and the uh, singer probably won't be part of the videos that sing, we make yeah, for singer, this EP for the first EP. Just because it's, you know, it's, it's just it's, us. It's, yeah, it's just us right now. That, that that's kind of another interesting thing too. I'm kind of excited for like, it, like if we get a new singer, it could like make us have a different sound and develop, but. Anyways, oh, with the, yeah. with the video, we plan to do. We should. We're probably going to do a music video before summer ends. Oh, I would. I I surely hope so. Yeah. Uh, especially for the lead single, or what we think is the lead single ever afternoon. Yeah. Uh, especially for that one. Oh yeah, that's one thing I was going to bring up. Uh, if anyone, if any of you out there uh, are fans of our music, let us know. Which songs you like the best? Give us your feedback. Like that, oh, yeah, that'll help definitely. us out a lot. If yeah, you, if you hear this and go to the page, uh, let us know. Yeah. yeah, comment on our stuff and tell us what you like. Tell us what you dislike. Don't be a fucking dick about it. But yeah, constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. If you have any criticism. But yeah. Um, Otherwise, shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, we. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Exactly. But no. Um, <coughs> Yeah, I don't know. It, 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 the video will probably be forever afternoon. I, I think. I think that's the first one at least. I think yeah. that's. I think that's our single. I'd kind of like. I, to, I, I'd I'd like to do a video so. myself of, uh, of for one of the songs. I don't know which yet, but I'd like to do a video. What, what's your favorite songs on the EP? Uh, my favorite besides song, every it, one of them. If, if I had to pick, yeah, like if I if I had to pick, it's kind of like a whenever uh, write, if you take a writing class, a lot of times they'll can't remember who the quote is, uh, but. He says you have to choose, what is it? You have to kill your darlings is what it is. Like you have to edit out the shit that you don't like. Uh, and it's kind of like all the songs you have a part of. So it's like your, you know, your conception. Every song is partly your conception. So it's hard to pick a favorite, obviously. But if, if I had to pick one, I really like Morning a lot. Morning Doesn't Come Again, like the epic song. Just because we all sing on it, I, I kind of like that. There, there's some aspects of the everybody in the band singing on a song or, or more than one person singing on a song. There's aspects of that that can be annoying, but I feel like we killed it in Morning. Uh, uh, other than that one, though, Pondering Wolf would probably be my, like my favorite, just vibe-wise. It's vibe-wise, It's yeah. such a good vibe in that song. It's real... All our songs are kind of stonery, but that one is just like really stoner, like you know, light up some incense. Transcendental. Yeah. What is going on? Pack in a bowl, song. light up your incense in a good way. And hit play. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say I say my favorite is probably one that I actually I I, I jammed. I mean, I jammed all of my songs or all of our songs uh, from time to time, but one that I listen to a lot would be Ever Afternoon. That's our first one on. Oh, yeah. uh, on a band camp. But yeah, that's just, uh, it's just got such memorable riffs to it. And like, yeah. just uh, the ending is just, it's, it's just, and, and uh, the chorus, I was going to say the chorus is just so transcendental, like just yeah. so, 
spacey spacey and just, but, it's very yeah. pretty sounding it's like goes from very rock like funk rock to just really pretty i yeah, guess yeah, would be yeah. way. but not in like a not in a bad way just like no, in a, just, just yeah. in a good like oh this makes you feel good kind of way yeah well it's a good contrast i like the contrast between the two things in the one song yeah that that does make a that makes a difference um but and we're typically honestly we're, we we've had a couple of good courses but like here lately we actually haven't been a huge like our courses have mainly been like just awesome riffs in our yeah. new new songs that we've been doing yeah. oh and we also have a, a new song this it's it's almost done what, what are we calling it um uh, uh i don't remember wildflower or something like that is that, that. the new song yeah Which, that song we may we may just put that one on facebook just because because yeah. i mean it's, it's it's so close if, to yeah, being finished. if and when we record it yeah yeah well i know we're gonna record it just when yeah yeah when, when that shit gets gets put on tape and the, say. and the good thing about these songs is they're not like they're not um just one person's child they're they're oh, all yeah. this kind of uh coming together so to speak like yeah and i i mean everybody has parts in them and not just yeah not just for not just even for um their own instrument or i mean it's for everything like we have we all write different lines of the songs we all write different melodies we write we even like some people tell me change my drums and we'll say change the guitar you know i mean it's all just one big creative thing so yeah. oh yeah it's it's a lot of fun to make songs like that man that, that's why it comes that's why it, some of it will probably come across as way different than the other stuff before it oh, definitely. and why we're developing so fast and such different stuff it's just I because can't wait. yeah it's i don't it's, know who gonna we're gonna record stuff. this with either because gary's gonna be in bloomington by then so it'll be a matter of whether we want to go out of town to record or if we just want to stay here and see who in Evansville can do it. Uh, Gary did us a good job. He did a really, a really fucking good job engineering the, for what it, I mean, for recording it in someone's house and for, you know, it was relatively, uh, it was a really reasonable price. Uh, Gary did us a really good job and it's a fucking killer set of songs. It's six tracks all together with the bonus track and it's about 28 mu- uh, 28 minutes i think it's going on 28 minutes like 27 something uh yeah yeah it's fucking killer dude or 26 something maybe even uh but it's you know 25 plus minutes of like just the you know some of the most versatile music that i've ever heard come out of evansville but <coughs> especially on one ep it's all yeah it's different it's all pretty different um <coughs> Kind yeah. of a vague adjective to use for it, but it, it is different. I mean, it's hard to describe music, but you know, go and listen to it. Check so. it out. Texas T and the Jangle Sheep, all spelled out, uh, just like that. Texas T and the Jangle Sheep. Well, not, not just like that. This is actually not like that. It's uh, what? Texas. Texas is spelled out. T is just the letter T. Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the only exactly one. like if you know how it's spelled. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly like <laughs> if you know how it is. That's exactly how it is. If you're familiar with it already, yeah, Texas and then just the letter T and the Jangle Sheep dot Bandcamp dot com and then the SoundCloud is SoundCloud dot com slash Texas T Jangle because apparently when you put it in the URL. Texas T and the Jangle Sheep was too long 
to put in the URL or something. Bullshit. Because when I got to it, that's how it was. That's how it was already done when I went to upload the new tracks. So, so yeah, we're we're just really excited about this shit. And I know we made it, and we're really biased about it. Uh, and really, me and Sean are kind of... We have the least reason to be as biased as we are about it because we probably spent the least amount of time recording on it. Mike and Travis... Uh, guitar yeah. tracked for like three or four sessions. Well, that's just because we are completely badass. Well, yeah, yeah, we can do our shit in one day. Yeah, so. that's what it is. It's not because <laughs> we have less time. It's just we get it done. We know how to do yeah, it. We get that shit done, son. There's a couple points where I actually I was like, ooh, I missed I missed a drum beat right there. But yep, me too. I mean, it was just it was just one. It was almost to the point where it's like I play it so many times. This is just so close to perfect. It's just. And yeah. it's a little bit of a, I mean, no one will be able, no one, like the typical, it's only us because we play our songs yeah. so much. Like, it's like it so many times. Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing about being your own worst critic. Though. Yeah. It's a, it's, I don't know. Being in a band is just one of those like things. It's just fun to do. But being in a cover band is fun as fuck. Just to, just to show up and just to, having learned songs on your own and then play them with the band that's just so much fun. But when it when it really comes down to it, writing music with other people and playing it and recording it ultimately, that that whole process is just it's the most fun thing I've ever done. And I won't like creatively, it's the most fun. And I've done some like art projects that were probably shitty in hindsight, but and I've done acoustic songs and been in other bands and it's just like whenever everyone comes together to write a song and then it comes out and it's this cohesive like tight work of art it's just the best feeling knowing that you were yeah, one fourth of that super satisfying it's very very satisfying it's uh sometimes it's not fun sometimes it's hard work and people get pissed off at each other but for the oh, most part, at, at the end result is just usually, yeah, being in a band is just incredible. It's uh, it, it's just satisfying to know that you created something, you know, something, you know, worthwhile to well, a degree. If you look at bands like, like uh, Rage Against the Machine and you look at that personal problems is why that band decided not to play anymore. But we have these three Rage Against the Machine albums that are fucking insane. All three of them are incredible, just pieces of art in in and of themselves. Just fucking amazing. But you know that during the recording process of those albums, or during the touring, or during the whatever process of them, of what facilitated them to make that music, there were arguments, and there were problems, and they had, like, you know, probably big fucking fights over certain things within within that whole realm of them being in this band but when you look at those albums it's just like god damn it these four dudes came together and made this incredible fucking music and it's like bands like that that you know personal differences are why they quit playing but while they were playing they made all this incredible music it makes like in this band are like little tiny ego clashes it makes them just seem like nothing like we don't we're all like we get along so well and that was a big part of why when i first started playing with these dudes that it was like obviously this is the band i'm gonna be in for a while because 
we're just fucking, we get along so well, and everyone's so easygoing about this, but diligent. Like, easygoing with each other, but diligent diligent about the music. Yeah, I mean, that's that's another thing, too. I mean, we even, we're all doing, we're all doing our own thing. Like I said, we're still going, two of us are still going through college, and we all have jobs, and... But we're still we're still diligent about it all, you know, and we're still and we're trying to you know be successful in other areas. But if music happens, if music is you know, I mean, I'll I'll be doing music forever, you Me know, too. My I'll whole be doing life music I'll play forever. Music. Yeah. So I mean, if anything happens with that, I would definitely take off, go with that, you know, instead. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, yeah, it's about being easygoing. I mean, you can still have a life and easily being a band you know and being a band that's hard working too yeah. you know it, it's a few hours a week man yeah that's that's nothing i mean that's it's I, i'd like to go more if i could you know i mean yeah. or if we could all get together all the time like every day but that's the problem man scheduling i've heard of like some bands i've heard of that like see you have you have us we get together twice a week and we all come from our different homes or whatever and we get together but then i've heard of bands before like uh elliot smith was in a band uh the you know song singer songwriter from the 90s and early 2000s killed himself or whatever elliot smith i shouldn't have said that because him killing himself is not like at all if you actually (laughs) go through his albums and listen to his like legacy of music him killing himself himself was like such a small blip a like in comparison to all the shit he did while he was alive, but he was just a song machine. And uh, he was in a band called Heat Miser before he went totally like solo. And they lived together, but they weren't like in in the book I read about him. They didn't really get a lot of shit done when they lived together. They did at certain times, but then there would be times like months on end where they didn't do anything, and they lived in the same house. So it's almost like. If, if you separate yourself from other people a certain amount, then when you get together those two times a week, you just fucking crush, you know? You just, you're productive as shit those two times a week. Yeah, that's true. I just, I feel like there's a, there's a certain point. Maybe there are some bands where they, they all live together and they are consistently just making music or writing or just working, but... I don't know. I don't know. I would have to see it. I would have to hear it from the whole band at one time and, and maybe an interview or something. That's something to look up, man. Whether or not living together produces good music or produces <laughs> productive bands. Productive bands? I don't yeah. know. <clears throat> living together tends to get people pissed off at each other, but maybe it could, it could, it could work, I guess. I don't know. I, uh, maybe if everyone, I, if everyone, like, you know, contributes, I guess. Yeah, I think, I, I think it's kind of. Like I think you kind of have to be, um, it's gonna have to be a happy medium, but still hardworking. You know, you still gotta uh, practice a lot or like as much as you possibly can. But um, you know, at the same time, you gotta like make sure that it doesn't feel too much like because it is about having fun and creating stuff. It's you know, at the same time, it's not about a job. It's like you know, it's just having a good time at the same time. So you gotta you gotta have a happy medium to be to keep going with it. So yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun just to get together. It, I mean, I keep using the cover band as almost this control uh, instead of variable. You know, the control. Uh, I'm not scientific. Fuck. Uh, 
you know, the the it's like the placebo is the cover band because that's the default for me. Uh, when I, I used to be in a cover band called Last Minute uh, because we thought of the name at the last minute. That's li- it's that stupid. That's why our name was Last Minute. But we had we played some shitty songs and we played some really fun songs to play. And I mean, we had a, this chick lead singer. She was really good. We had we had, all the people in the band were pretty good. Uh, but when we got together, it was just. Uh, the guitar player, uh, his name's Jesse Reininger. He actually did the first podcast, and uh, I have another one with him on it uh, recorded. I haven't put it up yet. But uh, he and I and some other musicians, we got together. The problem was that Jesse and I saw eye to eye on a lot of stuff, and everyone else was thinking differently. And by that, I mean every other individual was thinking differently. So... It's weird being in a band where you and another guy, you guys want to play uh, songs that are that are a certain amount of alternative or not, you know. But then these other people want to play mainstream pop shitty music. And for the most part, shitty music. It, when you're in that situation, it fucking blows, man. Yeah, but was- but. Playing with those people is fun, you know? Like, just playing, just the act of playing is fun. So yeah. it's this weird fight. It's this weird tension between the two things. Yeah, I, I had, I had, my first band was a cover band as well, and uh, it was the exact same situation where <clears throat> I was really into metal when I was in high school, so I would I always want to play Slipknot. I want to play as fast drums as fast as I could, you know? I play anything, but then our singer wanted to play like you know Green Day or uh, Blink One Eight Two, or and then our guitarist wanted to play like some country rock and different stuff like that. Ugh. So it kind of just it bounced all the dynamic just bounced all over the place, and it didn't end up working out. But I mean, it was when I mean, we played for two years, we played for and we played like ten or twelve shows together. So I mean, it, and it was it, it was just the act of it was fun. And there's some of my a couple of those guys are like my best friends that uh are my best friends to this day so i mean it's it's a fun dynamic it's it's a weird like jake said it's a weird dynamic but any band is kind of a weird dynamic it's all like it's all about relation it's 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 like a relationship you know so oh dude it's actually a point i wanted to bring up at some point in a podcast uh being in a band with people is very close to being in a relationship with a girl, man. Like, the, there are a lot of ways that it's similar. Yeah, 100%. I, like I, had, one, I had one band that we didn't play any shows. We had no... I mean, we kind of had an intention to play a show. We played at, a, at, uh, at, his, at my guitarist's pool. For like five people that all hated us. So, Fuck I mean, it, dude. We we played <laughs> that it. That sounds fun. Yeah, and we played it, and like we had a lot of really like our guitarist was like so fucking creative. Like we had no vocals or anything though, and we didn't. And we recorded two albums actually, like twelve songs on each album. But um, you know, we just we just played that one show, and it was a pool full of uh, it was his girlfriend and her friends, and they didn't give a fuck about us. So, I mean, it was, it was just fun, though. But anyways, I'm going off. Is that stuff up online somewhere? No, it's not online. I, I just have it recorded. But oh, um, we, when we played that stuff, 
it was fun. We had no intention of going anywhere with it, but still, even even though we had no intention of going anywhere with it, all we were doing was just playing around, doing stuff like that. You know, we were just dicking off. Is all we were doing. Yeah. And just killing time. You know, it was doing, still fun though. Do right? something we love. It was fun, but still, even after all of that, one day my guitarist is just like, "Hey," he texts me. He's like, "Hey," you know how a breakup text starts. It's just oh, a, it's just man. a simple "Hey," and you're like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, what's going on? Why'd you only send?" Why'd you only? Why'd you send a hey like that? You know, that's weird, man. Why are you being weird? But then after that, he he was like, I don't think we should play anymore. And I was like, Why not? What? <laughs> yeah, he said, I don't think we should. That's play That's such a standard. And, and then he, and then he's yeah, it was totally standard. And he said, It's not just it's it's not you. It's just me. I'm just not. I mean, he's like, I'm just not feeling it anymore. This is the exact conversation we had. He's like, I'm just wow. not, I'm just not feeling it anymore. And I, I texted him back. I said, Hey. Um, are you breaking up with me? That's, like, that's totally what it sounds like. And it's weird, too, because like I said, we had no intention. We were just fucking around, and I got broke up with still, you know. That's how life is, man. Yeah, and it's... Now it's... Uh, band is just like a relationship. Actually, uh, I, I jammed with this uh, drummer for a long time. We we played for almost a year, and uh, we jammed. We had We had a set of like probably 20 songs at one point. And it was just me and him. I was playing guitar. I actually I gotta I gotta mention this. I had a fucking tropical green telecaster. Nice. Fender Telecaster. And I got it standard. Actually Gary, the guy who recorded R E P, I went to high school with him, like I said earlier, and he interned during high school at this music store in Owensboro, Sunlight Music. They had someone had sold this guitar to Sunlight. And I told him a while before this that I was in the market for a Telecaster. And he told me about it. And I was like, oh, I got to get that. So I went down. I went down there. I fucking put it on layaway. I put like 75 bucks, which is all I had when I was 17 or whatever. I, was, I, I fucking put 75 bucks on it. And uh, they they laid it, laid it back. And then that was in probably November. And so I'm, I'm about to make this payment at the end of December and obviously like I, I told my parents uh, that you know that I had put this guitar on layaway or whatever and my parents me and the fucking awesome parents that they are they went down there my mom stole my fucking layaway paper from my wallet and put another piece of paper in there as a fucking decoy so I wouldn't see it so I wouldn't notice my fucking receipt was gone. Then her and my dad went down there, and or at least her, they went down there and fucking paid my guitar off for Christmas, and and fucking had my guitar hidden away, like until Christmas, and fucking they got me that shit. And anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> I just had to tell that story. It's a big tangent. That's awesome. Heartfelt Christmas my, story. And my parents are fucking cool, Kids and they and they bought me true. that badass guitar because it was gonna yeah, be until like awesome. March before I was gonna pay that motherfucker off, and they just fucking did it because they were you know it was Christmas. Anyway, so I uh, God damn it! Now playing with the drummer. Yeah, playing with the drummer in 2011. Actually, that whole year, 2011, I was playing with this guy. And uh, his name's Eric All, actually. He's been in a couple of uh, bands around here since then. Uh, but we played for a while, and I can remember that we, at one point, we had 20 songs, like I said. And one, whenever we ended 
playing, like whenever we stop playing, which I won't go into the story because I'm sure he wouldn't he wouldn't want me to. Uh, and it's it's just it's it's really just differences of, of us as people is what changed it. And then I saw him. He came to I think it was an Itter show. He came to at the Pineapple Project and. Uh, him and his new girlfriend or whatever and we sat out in his car and uh, <laughs> uh, for the only reason he would be sitting out in a car outside of a bar uh, <laughs> and uh, he told me like we were talking about it and, it and he said yeah when we stopped playing you know and and then his girlfriend was like it sounds like you guys broke up and I was like that's exactly it because I've been thinking about it before then I was like it's like a fucking breakup because you've You've shared so much, like, chemistry and so much, like, uh, just... Time. Yeah, time together with these people that you're in a band with. That's what it's like. That's exactly what... It's just like a relationship to me, except for the, you know, the sexual aspect of it. I'm not expecting any sexual favors from my bandmates. That's the only difference. That is a lie. That is why they broke up, was because there was no sexual chemistry between the two. And Texas T... Is all about sexual, sexual chemistry. chemistry. That's if all. If you come it is. and see us, that is all we are about. We can't fuck each other because that would ruin it. Then, then we would get what we wanted out of it. So and we leave. just we just give each other blue balls constantly. So we keep making good music. And that is what our sound is like. It is essentially blue balls in music form. That is how I would describe. Yeah, Texas basically. C. Yeah, that EP. That's what that is. It. It is. We should have called it Blue Balls. I don't know why we didn't. But yeah, um, yeah. Story like a relationship, and uh, even my old band was kind of, was kind of like that too. Like people were just like, "Oh, I'm just not feeling it anymore." And then other people, you know, it's like it's like a it's like a five way relationship. Even it's even more intense. I feel like than a relationship because it's not just. I mean, for you, it was one on one in that situation, but. For yeah. me, it was a it was a it was a um, uh, five piece band. So you know, I had one guy who was just like, "Oh, I'm just not, yeah, I'm just not feeling anymore." He kind of just bailed out, and, and I w- I was done with it too. I was like, you know what? We were good together for a while, but now we just don't work. <laughs> like a and, relationship. Yeah, man. and then uh, um, the other guy was like really pissed off and really upset. He's like, "We can't, we can't break up. We gotta keep playing. We can't do that. No, no, and, you know, fuck that. We gotta keep going." And then our bassist was just, he was just sad. He was just like, oh, man, I really i really miss that. You know, like the nostalgic relationship. Yeah. Type. Like, oh, that was such good times. It was good times. It was fun. But like, like I said, some relationships just well, don't work out. See, it's the same thing with relationships because you and your girlfriend or you and whoever, because, you know, it's uh, you and your partner uh, in a relationship you had to break up with people before you got in the relationship. So same thing with the band. You had to have time uh, to be in this new band. And it's the same thing. It's like you, you had to have time freed up to play in this new band, just like you have to have time freed up to spend time with you know your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to have time to... So it's just it's weird. It's, it's like this weird thing about, about being in bands... And really, it's it's anything where you rely on another person to to fully uh, to to bring your uh, I don't know your ideas to because I, it's all about ideas to me. Like when you're in a band before you get in that band, 
as a musician, you just have these ideas rolling around in your head all the fucking time. And then as a, you know, as a person, I, I don't know, as a person, when you're trying to get in a relationship, when you're single, you're thinking you have all these ideas of what the relationship's going to be in your head. And it's the same thing because once you get in the relationship or once you get in the band, it's never like what you had in your head beforehand, but it's almost always better. To me, I, I, those two things follow through for me, like, totally. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I don't know. I, I'm a little different on that. Some Certain relationships I've had, my relationship I have now is great, and it's turned out like that. But certain relationships I've had, uh, like, I had something in my head, and it turned out to be horrible. It turned out to be the other way. There's bands like that, too, that I've had that have just been... I see that, yeah. I mean, it, it can go both ways, but... Um, yeah, definitely. I, I was just trying to be really positive. I was, <laughs> yeah, fuck, I was just fuck on a positivity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've been jabbing for like a fucking almost an hour and a half now. Um, is there anything else you want to say for sure? Like you want to get out there? Yeah, I want to get out there. Uh, not that I haven't already said. I mean, uh, check out Like Texas Tea and Jangle Sheep on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Yeah. Listen it's, to some uh, of our music. It's like a, it. Share, share our music. That'd be great, oh, too. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Show some people our music. Say... <laughs> hey check man, these dudes out check these dudes out because <laughs> we're all dudes unless we find a girl lead singer which we're not opposed to but none have have you know uh came you know, to us yeah none, none of them have shown up so but uh if you're a girl and you sound good that's the biggest thing if you're a dude and you sound good that's if you sound good and you can write and you're not just looking to be in a cover band then we'll audition you. That's it. That's yeah. And until we until we find someone that we are kind of set on, just hit us up because we'll be down to. We're gonna be. We're gonna try out everyone, no matter who. You know, if if you're serious about it, then yeah, we'll just jam out one day and see what happens. Yeah. We got these three songs. Actually, we can tell the three songs we're gonna cover. Uh, it's Black Dog by Led Zeppelin is one of them. It's uh, the White Stripes, uh, Icky Thump, Icky Thump, and. What's the other one? Say, Say it, it ain't, ain't so, so by yeah. Weezer. Say it ain't so, Weezer. So it's it's three pretty different songs. Uh, you kind of have to show some range uh, to do those three songs. And I, I don't know. I'm thinking I like the idea of doing an original more and more uh, just to see how they sound on one of our songs. But uh, we'll have to talk to Mike and Travis about that. Uh, right now, it's just those three covers, though. So if you you know just got to learn the words to those three covers and come audition – and uh, if you, if, and also if you can write, I kind of want somebody to show us some of the stuff they've written before. I kind of want to know that they can yeah, write. Bring you know? some new music too. I mean, bring some poetry. Won't just be those three. Won't just be those three songs and say, "Hey, get out of here. We're done." Oh no, no, we're I mean, definitely gonna discuss with you like what we like and what we don't. Um, yeah, we'll give you just, some feedback. Just talk and you know, do whatever. But yeah, check us out on Facebook and come to our shows. We tend to have a good time. People, people tend to like us. I think so. so. I think so. I think people like us. I don't so. think anybody hates us. I, yeah, I no can't one hates imagine us. anyone a... listens to us and they're like, "God damn it!" Like, stop. I can't imagine that. That's like, we're too. Unless off. you just really hate rock. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you exactly. Just really hate yeah. rock. Then yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. Just come to our shows. Check out that stuff and um, share it. Yeah. Also, I, I wanted to list the the URLs one more time for you. Uh, uh, Texas T, just the T. Texas T and the Jangle Sheep dot Bandcamp dot com. 
Um, and soundcloud.com slash, I think forward slash, um, Texas T Jangle. And we are at on Twitter at Texas T Jangle. And I think our URL on Facebook is just facebook.com slash Texas T and the Jangle Sheep. That's the one awesome thing about our name. Uh, the one thing that's more awesome than anything else about our name is that no one's ever going to have that name unless they copied from us because no one else is going to come up no with that shit. No one else will think of that. No yeah. one's going to make that shit up. So Texas T and the Jangle Sheep, it's pretty definitive. That's that's one of the best things about it, in my opinion, is that it's so definitive. But, uh, yeah, so check us out on all those platforms. Uh, our EP is up now, and uh, just give us some feedback. That's the biggest thing, man, just... I want to hear some feedback from somebody, like that they like it or that they don't. I don't care. I just want to know. Yeah, don't be in silence. What do you people can, you like? Can li- you can like the stuff, but don't be in silence. Tell us what you think. That's exactly. the best help. Yep. That's seriously. We'll appreciate uh, it. And we'll talk to you if you have anything to ask us or say or any idea or anything you want. Just message our Facebook. We will message you back and talk back to you. Yeah, one of us will see one that of, on our phone and be like, "What's up?" Uh, Another thing, if you are part of some kind of journalistic operation or a website or whatever where you can review albums and you want to review our EP, you don't even have to talk to us before you write something. Just message us with the URL. That's it. That's all you have to do. Just send us a link to it, please. You don't even have to do that, really. I, but I would just like to see it. Just personally, I would like to see what you yeah. have to say about it. Just send us the link. But uh, this has... <laughs> what? Yeah, I think that's everything for me. I think I got everything off my chest. So. All right, yeah, me too. Uh, well, this has been the Tri-State Space Program. I am Jake the Astronaut. And this I'm is... Sean Adams from Texas T and the Jangle Sheep. I'm the drummer. <laughs> yep, and I'm the bass player. Uh, well, we'll catch you next time. See you later. <laughs>